don't end up in chalk lines. No, 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 no. Color Me Dead. This is a true crime podcast, and we talk about murder and fuckery most foul in detail while using the darkest of humor. If you don't like words like fuck and cunt, then you probably shouldn't listen. But if you do, then join us while we fuck your feelings. Welcome to the classroom, motherfuckers! Today, I have episode 85, and my special guests are... Adam and Chuck from Learning to Curse with Adam Chuck. Adam Chuck. How about Adam and Chuck? There are two people, not one. Before we get started, I wanted to give a huge, gigantic, the biggest thank you in the whole entire world to Emily Duvall because she did a shit ton of research for me and wrote this episode. I did my research on the side as per usual, but she really saved my ass with the writing of this episode, and so I wanted to give her a gigantic shout out. I have all of the um, references in the show notes, just in case you want to know where she got her info from, but the book I read is called The Real Amityville Horror. The true story behind the brutal DeFeo murders. It's just like a little self-published book, but it was actually, it was pretty good. I mean, and Emily kicked ass on her research because it covered everything that she put in there. I also wanted to remind you to go over to Addicted to Podcasting on Facebook. It is a group. It's by podcasters, for podcasters, for podcast listeners, anybody that has anything to do with podcasts, go over there, join the group. Uh, Once we get 250 group members, we'll be doing a drawing for a pair of Studio Sweden headphones. All you have to do is go over there, make a comment or a post on what your favorite podcast is or favorite, favorite, what your favorite podcasts are. And you will be entered for the drawing. We're getting, we're actually getting a lot closer than we were before. So keep it going. Add your friends. Add anybody that's looking for any kind of uh, recommendations because we cover everything. There's a lot of people there. A lot of people are sharing. We cover everything. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, go join that. You can uh, contact Jeremy, who's the CEO of Age of Radio. Chuck, Adam, or I, and we can all help you out. This episode has a little bit extra crude-ness because that's how Adam, Chuck, and I tend to be. So please don't be offended by the extra off-color jokes that we make. We don't mean it. We're not assholes. We just think we're funny and say things that are inappropriate, as you know by now. Um, Angel will be back next week for the Q&A. Um, if you're on Facebook, drop us 
a question there. If you want, you can email it to colormedeadpodcast at gmail.com. Also, check us out on social media. We have our Facebook group, which is Color Me Dead Podcast group, Color Me Dead Podcast page. We have Instagram, which is Color Me Dead Podcast, and we have Twitter, which is Color Me Dead Pod, and I suck at Twitter. And so if you're trying to get us, maybe go to one of the other ones. I don't know. (laughs) But anyway, with all of that out of the way, it's time to say hello to Adam and Chuck and all of the fuckery on today's episode of Color Me Cursed. So today I have Chuck and Adam that's not from learning to cuss, but it's from learning uh, it's. You guys are it's now. You it's are a, yeah, are I'm from a, learning to curse. Yes. yes. Oh, Say yeah. hello. Yes, we are. Hello, and welcome to Movie Phone. Hello, welcome to Movie Phone. Your choice is shit. Let me offer up a better selection. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I like... I got Adam. <laughs> I'm not Chuck. Right. right go ahead. I'm not Nikki. I'm, not, I'm, I'm I, I am Nikki. I'm not Chuck or Adam. I'm not Jeremy. I'm not Ed Gein. No. So, before we start, though, I feel like you guys maybe have started off on the wrong foot with a little oh. bit of uh, um, Nirvana. <laughs> We've been oh, getting yes. hate mail. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's amazing. It I is amazing. It. Are you I really getting too. hate mail? I thought they loved it. <laughs> they did. But I did get a revenge letter that said that they will get us back. And I said, bring it on, because we already fuck ourselves over all the time. <laughs> You don't think it's in our heads already? Yes. <clears throat> right? So, I'm just kidding. They didn't really we, hate it. Oh, That's good. Okay. I mean, what it reminds me of, though, is... 112 Ocean, Ocean Avenue. Avenue. I think it needs to be a song. I need yeah, I need you guys to sing 112 this shit. 112 right, right, Ocean okay, Avenue. Okay. Here we go. Lay down some coals, Charlie. Oh, oh Whoa. You drop. My you shit. dropped the... Don't throw your shit. Twelve Ocean Avenue. One twelve Ocean Avenue. Okay, that has oh to God. happen every time. It can't happen without the guitar. Just so you know. Um, I know this isn't lettuce, yeah, but I'm gonna pop a top. Ooh. <laughs> he already popped the top. He popped my top. Oh, I'll pop your yes. top. Damn. What? So that Amityville house. Right, that Amityville. Amityville. Okay, okay, you picked this episode, right? Yeah, yes. you some bitch. Tell me why. Tell me why I picked this episode? Yep. Because we're going to do a part one here. Part one. Part one. Part you got to give me sound one. effects, Charlie. Okay, do so, We're going to do part... <laughs> make me all fucking... Like a, <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know. Come here, Charlie. Come on, Charlie, you chap. <laughs> you good old chap. You make the sounds good in the corner. chap. Yes, son of a bitch. So episode one is here. On Color Me... I was going to say cursed. On Color Me Dead. Yes. We're going to talk about the true crime side of Amityville. At 112 Ocean Avenue. (laughs) And then we're going to do the paranormal on ours. Nothing special. Yeah, we're going to do the paranormal on ours over there. We we might even call it part 10. Amityville Part 10 over on... The fucking ridiculousness over there. Or learning learning to kiss. Right, and we're not going to talk about any of the paranormal on this episode. This is straight true crime. So if you want some of that, you got to go listen to that lettuce show. Lettuce. Lettuce pray. 
So I'm going to start with Ronald Joseph. How do you say their last name? I always say it wrong. DeFeo. 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 Junior. DeFeo. You got to say it like a Guido. DeFeo. DeFeo. Anyway, he was born on <laughs> September 26, 1951 in Brooklyn, He was New a York Libra. City. Brooklyn. Um, Brooklyn. To Ronald DeFeo Sr. and Louise. And Ronald went by Butch or Ronnie the way it's written in this is Ronnie, but I'll probably switch back and forth between Butch and Ronnie, so just fucking know that as we're And then there's Big it. Ronnie. Big fucking Ronnie, vivid. the woman in Kid Beta. Uh, he was the oldest of five children. Yes. His childhood was comfortable, but not content. Well. Like, money-wise, right? They were, yes, yes, They yes. had a decent amount of money. They um, got beat, and they, then they got showered with gifts. Yes. He yes. was a his dad was a hot tempered man with a lot of rage and violence within him. There were many hardcore fights between him and Louise. Louise oh, seemed mm-hmm. to fade into the background of the family because of Ronald Sr.'s overbearing personality. I feel like I've this. heard this before. Ronald Sr. was verbally and physically abusive to Louise. Ronald Sr. loomed before his children as a demanding authority figure. As the oldest child, though, Butch received the brunt of his father's temper and expectations. Mm -hmm. He suffered a head injury as a result of one of his beatings that his father gave him. So he beat him so fucking bad that he got a head injury. As a young boy, Butch was overweight and sullen. He was very unpopular in the schoolyard and he was bullied daily. He grew up to be overweight. So basically what you're saying is that Butch was a fat jackass. Yes. Yes. He was a husky fella. A fat little shit. Yes. Yeah, and he was encouraged by his dad to stand up for himself at school, but he wasn't allowed to stand up for himself at home. So his dad didn't tolerate his backtalk and disobedience, and he kept Ronnie on a short leash leash at home. Literally. Literally. (laughs) He treated him like a dog. Yes. Refusing to let him stand up for himself at home the way he was able to with, like, the bullies at school and shit. So it was like he had to change personalities when he got home from school. You don't like how you treat it at home? You take it out on the little shit twats at school. Fucking exactly. It's like the kid on It, that fucking bully with the... Yes. Yeah. I hate that kid. God. Same result, too. I say we flush them all down a well. That kid had a fucking mullet. That was a sweet-ass mullet. Well, but now going back to Butch, he's no—he's now like gotten bigger. He's now he's five foot eight and is a big husky fella. (laughs) Yes, he's not very tall, but he's about five foot eight by five foot eight. But he's no longer a sitting duck for his dad anymore because he's like he can hold his own against his dad. And they decided to uh, start boxing each other and just fucking beating the shit out of each other. You look here, Dad. I thought you were going to say, so they finally decided to give him up for adoption. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. He finally decided to abort him. (laughs) (laughs) Burn it out. So, yeah, so he fought with his dad. Yeah. He's like, you know what, Dad? I'm going to stick up for myself right here, right now. No, you motherfucker. Yes. You no, cannot I'm, stick up for yourself, you son of a bitch. I'm going to stick it right up your ass, Dad. I'm tired of how you used me beating my moms God and all my siblings. Butch. I'm telling you this right now. I'll tell you right now. I'm not going to fucking tell you again. You talk back to me like that. I'm going to hit you upside the head with a fucking brick. Oh, you already did that, Dad. You try something new, all right? I'll all right, hit you Big upside Ronnie? with two bricks. Hit me with two bricks and then call me in the morning. I'll hit you upside the head with Stanley Kubrick. Oh, shit. Pat yourself on the back with a pat. <laughs> oh, right. Give yourself a back patio. Yes, a back. Oh, no. 
I just snorted a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and right. then he's going to the back of? patio. 112. Ocean, Ocean Avenue. Avenue. <laughs> All right, okay. If you don't know by now, out there in listening land, that is the address of the Amityville House. Yes, it is. So, so that Ronnie DeFeo guy. Yeah. Right. His dad um, wasn't a very personal. Like he wasn't good with with the people. Oh. And yeah. but he and he didn't have good personal hygiene. No. Right. I don't know. Or that, yeah, he didn't recognize what the fuck was going on with his kid mm-hmm. is where I'm trying to get at here. Yes. Right. <clears throat> he had no social skills. But he did realize that his son's right. temper About and violent, <laughs> violent behavior were highly irregular, even in relation mm-hmm. to his own. So he mm-hmm. and his wife, Louise, arranged for their son to go visit a psychiatrist. Butch simply employed a passive-aggressive stance with his therapist and rejected any notion that he himself needed help. I mean, I'm not going to lie. When I had to go to a therapist in high school, I kind of did the same thing. But I wasn't fucking kicking my dad's ass or anything. And you weren't borderline personality disorder? No. No. I don't think so. I don't know. They didn't tell me. Maybe they told, you know. They told your parents. Yeah. (laughs) So that that counselor actually warned the family, the DeFeo family, he will kill you. Exactly. He will probably fucking kill you. And they didn't listen. Yeah. Okay. Let's be let's be the counselor in the family. I'll be the counselor. Okay, okay. um, Mr. DeFeo, I yeah, just yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I have yeah. to tell you something. Okay. So I've been doing counseling with your son here for, for quite a bit now. Wait, and, which uh, one? The little asshole. Uh, the youngest or the oldest? The oldest fucking asshole. Oh, I don't give a fuck about him. But there's something you got to He doesn't know. stand up for himself at listen, home. Listen, I told to me, him you to. son of a bitch. Okay. I got to tell you something hey, you about don't your call, fat ass son. You don't call Big listen. Ronnie DeFeo asshole. Okay. Fine, whatever. I just need to tell you this. Okay. It's really important. Yes, let's hear it. You need to know. Okay, I, the time's ticking. This little fuck is going to kill you all. Like, <laughs> all of you. He, like, he's going to he's gonna kill you. He, he's, he's Not my seriously, baby. He's lucky if he him. can kill a bowl of mashed potatoes. Oh, I've seen the fat little fuck. He could kill a bowl of mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, he's not killing his mama's cooking. Yeah, well. His mama's cooking his shit. Also, I mean, not only is he going to kill you all... Um, y- you need to tell your wife to get better at cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Her mashed potatoes suck. Her mashed potatoes are fucking lumpy. I fucking, <laughs> I would have killed the bitch first, but I had to make sure my dad didn't wake up. Oh. For some, for some reason, her mashed potatoes taste like five-day-old roast beef. Oh. I don't know. You know what makes the fucking cooking taste better? All this heroin, acid, and speed I've been taking. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, jumping ahead in the story. Sorry. Sorry. Let's go. Right? So he went to a counselor. Yeah. Yes, the psychiatrist. And you said what I was just getting ready to say that they told their they told them that their son would kill them one day. Yeah. And oh, yeah. <clears throat> so just they like decided, we just portrayed it, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly like that. That was ex- exactly that was like dead, that. dead on. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's how so. they talk. Yeah. Yeah. They don't um, fuck around. They get right to the business. I mean, we just we did read a transcript. Now we weren't inter- we weren't acting that out. That was verbatim what happened. Yes, yes it was. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I tell it like I hear it, <laughs> and as I read it. Sorry. Instead of doing something about it, though, they just um, let him keep doing what he was doing. Um, <laughs> All the way to twenty three. <laughs> yeah. They started buying him anything that he fucking wanted, gave yeah, him money whenever he wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so about that whole thing that the therapist said I was going to kill you. Um, yeah, no, that's all bullshit. But uh, how about you buy me some guns? 
Maybe a, exactly. a, maybe a few knives. Yeah. The DeFeos having guns wasn't exactly a weird thing. No, I don't. No. no, see, they, they, they liked the guns. Yeah. Well, if he didn't feel like asking them for money, he would just go take it. And when he was 14, his mm. dad gave him a $14,000 speedboat to cruise mm. the Amityville River. Yeah. Right. Which was conveniently in his backyard. <laughs> yeah. And it was rumored that he used said boat to run drugs. He did run drugs mm-hmm. with that boat. Oh. He boated drugs. He did. <laughs> he back patioed those drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he keistered it where? He keistered it. <laughs> By the age of 17, he was forced to leave the periarchal school where he, that he was attending. By they should have forced him out of the fucking house. Fuck, yeah. for real. By this time, he'd begun using serious drugs, such as heroin and LSD, and had also starting, started dabbling in petty theft. His violent behavior was becoming increasingly psychotic as well, and, he was, and was not confined to outbursts within his home now. Well, out on and the hunt- drugs didn't help. No, well, they really no. didn't help. Who knows? When you're Maybe 17, they did. doing LSD the and heroin. heroin at 17, that is not yeah. good for your brain. Oh, not no. even a little bit. Well, neither was the bricks to the head or the standard. The, yeah, to there's the head. that too. Like once we've had all these brain injuries from our dad, let's go ahead. and One could do say drugs. Big Ronnie started the process, <laughs> right? Yeah. <coughs> I well, think I brained my damage. <laughs> While he was out on a hunting trip with some friends, he mm-hmm. pointed his loaded rifle at a member of their party, uh, who was someone he'd known for years. He just watched the guy as his face like turned white, and just stared at him all like, "Hey, like hey, I just wanted to see all the color drain from your face, right? Kind of like flushing it down the toilet in the <laughs> bedroom." Well, so his friend that just sat there and watched him stare at him like all stone-like, he, mm-hmm. he bails, and um, then he, then Butch calmly lowered his gun. And when Butch caught up with his friend later that afternoon, he said, he asked him why he left so soon. Like, where, where the fuck did you go? <laughs> well, you what go? was going on? That I becomes a recurring it. theme. I mean, what were you doing? I, I, why'd you leave like that? You, you really hurt my feelings. Right, we were I didn't having do fun. anything. We were, doing, we were doing the hunting shit, and I just wanted you to look down the barrel of my gun and tell me if it was clogged. And you left. Be Jesus. a friend. You just leave. What kind of friend are you? Right. At the age of 18, Ronnie was given a job at his grandfather's Buick dealership. By his mm. own account, it was a simple job where little was expected of him. I can't fucking imagine why, you fucking fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I'm trying to get your asses in a car. <laughs> uh, do you have anything in uh, like, a, like a shit turd brown? Yes. Yes. Okay, I'll take that. Everything one. in your pants. The contents of your pants when I point my gun at See, this, this This one looks like avocado diarrhea. I don't want the avocado diarrhea colored car. I want the one that looks like shit turd brown. Like I want a, the like one tan, that looks but like, like, like thick dookie. Like, like, like Soft a, serve diarrhea like with a peanut the pound poop. of cake mix. Yeah. You got the peanut butter poop color? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I'll take that. That's anyway. the name of the paint. Yeah, I know. Gross. Metal flag even. Yeah. <laughs> shit spackled. I'm just saying they had ugly colored cars in the 70s. And yes, oh, yeah. they did. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not he showed up for work, he received a cash allowance from his father at the end of each week. 
Look, look, look here, Dad. I, 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 I didn't show up to work, but I really need some money, okay? You can pop me in the face, hit me with another brick, but I, I need some money. I need no. some money. Give me some drug money. I mean, some money, some lunch money. Well, uh, it- Bunny quotes milk money. <laughs> More milk. Right. Milk money that he used for alcohol and drugs, drugs. such as drugs. speed and heroin. We're all Butch, are you smoking drugs? Are you, you smoking doing all the, drugs? the drugs? Are you taking drugs? Ronnie, Ronnie, our young Butch is taking all the drugs. I was going <laughs> to use those for our key party. For all the drugs this fucker did, he was still fat. Mm. <laughs> The altercations with his father, though, at this point, were yeah. growing more frequent and more violent, yeah. as you can imagine. Oh. And amazingly, the more violent he got with, with his family, the more he showered him with gifts. Oh. Yes. Strange. Very strange. One evening, though, a fight broke out between his mother and father. And in order yeah, to settle the fight, Ronnie took it upon himself to grab... A 12 inch, no, not a 12 inch. Wait, what, what, what? 12 inch nails? What, what's going on? <laughs> he grabbed his 12 inch what? His 12 gauge shotgun. Oh, 12 inch. Okay. You just room. made a bunch of buttholes pucker out there in Listening Land. Right? I know, right? He yeah, grabbed a, a 12 inch. <laughs> Whoop! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, not for everyone. Well, yeah, some, I don't know. It, it, it started to throb and relax a little. <laughs> it's like a, Just it's relax, a Pavlovian slide response right to in. hearing 12 inch. Ooh. Some people were in the heartthrobs, other people were in the anal throbs. Oh, yeah. He grabbed a 12 gauge shotgun from his room, oh. loaded a shell into the chamber, and charged oh. downstairs to the scene of the fight. Without hesitation or calling out to break up the fight, Ronnie pointed the barrel of the gun at his father's face and yelled, bunny quotes. Leave Bunny that quotes. woman alone. I'm going to kill you, you fat fuck. She can't cook for shit, but I love my mother. I love my mother. She can't cook, but mother. she gives the best blowjobs. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I can no, totally hear Cypress story. Hill playing in the background. Start off shotgun, hand on the pump. Wait. Do you kiss your mother with that tongue? <laughs> yes. Oh. oh. <laughs> he, so he pulled the trigger, though. Once he got down there, like when he had the gun in his dad's face, he pulled the trigger, but it didn't go off. No. Yep. That happened a few years later. (laughs) Yes. His dad froze in place and and watched in grim amazement as his own son lowered the gun and simply walked out of the room with casual indifference to the fact that he almost killed his father. He's like, eh, I'll get you next time. Eh, well, (laughs) it's today's your lucky day. Forget about it. You're fucking lucky this thing is not working properly, or you'd be fucking dead right now, you son of a bitch. That'd be fucking great. <laughs> it's like, it didn't work, and then he, he points it at him, so uh, what's wrong? Bland. It blows his brains out. Right. Right. Well, the no. they, they just washed it away. They, like, they walked away like nothing happened. Everybody was just like, meh. Well. He didn't mean it. I'll shower him with some more gifts. But this wasn't the last time something like this would happen. Yes. And you know what that reminds us of? 112 Ocean Avenue. 112 Ocean Avenue. 112 Ocean Avenue. Avenue. 112. 112 Ocean Avenue. Ocean Avenue. Ba-da-ba-da. Anyways. Bing. Ba-da-ba-ba. 
<laughs> well, speaking of the real thing, can I jump ahead and tell a little? We'll Tarantino this a little bit. Hey, yeah. Wait, how far are you trying to jump ahead? The real thing song. Oh. Yes. So, so Daddy DeFeo co-wrote that song, the real thing. What? Yes. Yeah. Are you serious? Go look it up. Yeah. Y'all, go look it up. They weren't sure of what third chord to play in the progression, and uh, he hey, you just them. play the chord that goes like, bah. and like, so they did. Yeah. And he got. Credit. They even put that much vibrato on it. Mm-hmm. In the weeks yeah. before the slayings, the relations between Ronnie and his father had reached a breaking point. So Ronnie slash Butch slash cunt bag was cunt apparently bag. dissatisfied with the money that he was bunny fingers earning. And he came up with a plan to defraud his family. Dun, dun, oh. dun. Oh, I'd love to hear this fucking genius's plan. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So what I'd like to do is I'm going to, can I, excuse me, um, Mr. Insurance Agent Guy, please. Yeah. Um, yes. I have a question. Uh, just, just, just throwing spitball in it. Just throwing this out here. Yeah, yeah. I uh, just got a couple of questions for you about uh, life insurance policies, <coughs> and uh, and so uh, do I still get the money if I shoot my dad in the face? <laughs> <laughs> That's accidental, right? Accidentally shoot him in the face five times. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. Um. Okay, so two weeks before the murders, he was sent on an errand by one of the staff at the Buick dealership, and he was oh. supposed to be depositing a shit ton of money into right. the bank. It was like $20,000. I recall um, this story. Instead, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I know you're going to be shocked by this, but instead <laughs> of taking the money to oh, the what bank... Did he do? He, he got pre- robbed, didn't he? N- well, if you ask him, but he pretended <laughs> like he got robbed, but yeah, he right. did not. How I got did that robbered. Go? So it says that he um, arranged a robbery with his friend. Do you think he like full blown had his friend dress in black and like put the fake gun <coughs> in his pocket to his back and be like, "This is a stick up," or mm. do you think he just told the story? I think he just told the. story. He just told a big fib. And say, look, look at here. You shut up and I give you some of those monies. Yeah. Yeah. So because he split it with his friend that helped him out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, If there was a friend at all. Right. What they did, though, is that they left the dealership (gasps) to go to the bank at 1230. And they did not come back for two hours. And when they did, they reported that they had been robbed at gunpoint while they stopped at a red light. Look, we'll stay out here for like two hours, and then they'll totally buy that we got robbed. Right. They won't ever know that we took this money, went and bought heroin, shot up, got really fucking high, and then- And now uh, we're coming back. It was supposed to be a few minutes, but heroin just extended that. Yeah. Yes. His dad was at the dealership when he came back and exploded with all the angers. <clears throat> All of the angers. All of the All angers. All the angers when he the heard guardian the angers. Mm-hmm. So of course he got mad at the staff member who gave him the money to take to the <laughs> bank in the first place. The police were called, and when they arrived, they obviously asked to speak to Ronnie slash Butch slash. I can't Wait, why do you want to talk to me? Why do you need to talk to me? I mean, it's not like I'm the one that was robbed. Oh, I was the one Wait, that was robbed. Um, I was Roberted. <laughs> I was burgled. I was burgled. <laughs> burgled. I love that word. I don't know why. <laughs> Me too. They burgled my belongings. They burgled my sesame seed bun. 
Oh, <laughs> God. This is just poor DeFeo ended up with mayo all over his sesame seed bun. Oh, wow. nasty. I hope somebody did mayo his sesame seed bun. I hope so, too. I oh, hope yeah. they buttered his yes. bread. Buttered his His cellmate biscuits. comes in and says, who ordered the sausage? <laughs> DeFeo used to say no, but it got to a point where he was just like waiting at the gate. It's, his, his asshole at one point changed from an asshole to a dick warmer. <laughs> Oh, okay, man. just a panini put it press. in. Yeah. Put it in, but you can only count to 30. <laughs> Nothing past 30. No, no moving in, no moving out, just put it in. <laughs> plug it in, plug it in. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay. Instead of cooperating with the police mm-hmm. and coming yes. up with a basic description of an actual bandit... He came oh. up with he keep he, oh god he, became, he described himself Kidding. yes he became more annoyed and violent towards the police when they had started to suspect that he was lying in response oh to their questions Ronnie began to curse at them and banging on the hood of a car in his grandfather's lot to emphasize his rage and annoyance <clears throat> I'm innocent he act he acts like a spoiled brat he does because yeah. he is that's yes. what he, he is and right? he is he literally is. I get that he has a shitty home life, but he's also a spoiled little shit that gets away with anything because yeah. he acts like he got like like he got robbed, and his dad gets mad at the fucking right. staff member that gives him shit. Yeah. No, he, no, right. sir. Yeah. I, I gets mean, a pass all the time. I mean, I mean, in the dad's defense, there, like the guy at the dealership who gave Butch the money should have fucking known. That Butch is Butch, and he's and gonna pocket he's gonna the money. Fucking, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna shoot the money up. Like, right. if if I were the employee there, I'd be like, "No, nah, I've got this. You're good. I'm gonna take it to the bank." Right. Look, look, Butch. Why don't you just take the day off? Because yeah. you can you can come and go as you please. Because your granddaddy owns the lot, and it's really just a front for the mob. Right. Right. For the map. Map. The map. The map. The mob what, what's what's the mob's favorite hamburger? I don't know. What? A Whopper. A Whopper. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You know what mob I'm talking about? No. Oh my god! I'm gonna get a bunch of hate mail from Italians now. No, it was right. the Russian mob. Oh, Italians. They really like Burger King. I like Italians. <laughs> DeFeo likes a Italian sausage. Oh yeah. Oh. Anyways, go ahead. The police backed off for a moment, but. His dad had already come to his own conclusion about the motive for his son's behavior. <laughs> On you the said fr- conclusion. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> 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 On the Friday before the murders, Ronnie had been asked by the police to examine some mugshots in the possibility that he might be able to identify the thief. <laughs> those were my bunny in with all of those mug shots was an actual picture of Butch DeFeo and he almost pointed at it at himself right but he ultimately just pointed at mug root beer yes <laughs> mug root beer yeah it was dad's root beer yeah well but he initially agreed but decided against it at the last minute so he didn't even make it in there what a fuck that's what she said what a what a motherfucking fuck. He's like, I'll just save you the troubles. I know that the one who robbed me is not in there. Yeah. No. Yeah. I know 100% that he's not in there. 
The one who robbed me is he specifically right told here. Me, when he robbed me, he specifically told me he was from out of town and he needed the money to get back to where he was from. Far away in New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> in New Jersey. It's adjacent to old Jersey. It's a cold swim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Ronald Sr. heard of this, he confronted his son at work demanding to know why he wouldn't cooperate with the police. And he Cause, said... Because I ain't no rat. He said, well, his dad said, you've got the devil on your back. He just turned Southern <laughs> because it's all I've got. <laughs> you got the devil, you got the devil in you, son. I'm going to beat the devil right back out of you. So Ronnie didn't hesitate to say back, you fat prick, I'll kill you. And then he ran to his car and sped off like any grown ass adult would. Yeah, a grown ass man, baby. Uh, yes. Yeah. So yeah. how many times does he have to threaten death on his family? 74. Yeah, 74, okay. exactly. 74. And, and, well, and, and, it, and it went thing. down in 1974. It's, it's, it's 112. Yeah. Ocean, Ocean Avenue. Ocean Avenue. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, on November 13th of 1974, 1974 at yes. 112 Ocean, Ocean Avenue. Avenue. That evening, <gasps> Ronnie yes. was the Ronnie. only member of the family in his own room. His oh. violent disposition and the fact that he was the oldest of five had allowed him that small luxury of having his own room. To put a sock on the cock oh, and rub right. it out. Right. Rub, rub it out in the bunny Fifi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, uh, 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 wow. Ma! Wait. Ma! I need you to do laundry again. I got no more gist socks. I got the sticky socks. It also allowed him to have a private storage place for a number of weapons he collected and sometimes sold. And like a thirty thirty Marlin shotgun. <gasps> Foreshadow. And anger were brewing beneath the seemingly calm night at... 112 Ocean Avenue. Yes. That night, he had selected... Okay, this says a thirty five caliber Marlin rifle, so what was it? Dun dun dun! Because it was Schrodinger's Marlin shotgun. Okay, thirty-five caliber Marlin rifle from his closet and set off towards his parents' bedroom, knowing his father and his family would no longer be a nuisance to him. I'm gonna start with my daddy, (laughs) and I'm gonna end with another shot at my daddy. But I'll give you a hint: both shots aren't from a gun. Wow. All right. So the yes. murders that I'm going to tell you about came from wickedweed.com. This is oh, their yeah. version of what happened. The events. The events. No, wait, this is the this one. This is, is the one. What happened? This is the first person shooter single, um, single DeFeo version of the story, right? Yes. Okay. It, as if he was the only shooter. Okay. Let's hear the story. Yes. He went into his mom and dad's room and watched them while they were sleeping. Ew. And without hesitation, he raised the rifle to his shoulder and pulled the trigger, which was the Mm. first of eight fatal shots that he would fire that night. The first shot ripped into his father's back, tearing through his kidney and exiting through his chest. He fired. Detailed. Damn. Right. That was a steep angle. It's about time somebody (laughs) shot him. Fired another shot, again, hitting him in the back. This shot pierced the base of his spine and lodged into his neck. 
Mm-hmm. Louise. He's like, tag, you're it. Now you got to chase me. Right. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Louise woke up at this point and had, <clears throat> like, barely had a few seconds to react before her son started to fire um, upon her. Ronnie aimed the gun at his mother as she lay prone on her bed and fired two shots into her body. Hey, bitch, I hate your food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your this is for potatoes. your terrible cooking, kablam. <laughs> Kablamo. The bullet shattered her rib cage and collapsed her right lung. Oh, that fuck. That would be so fucking miserable. <laughs> they didn't die peacefully in their sleep. No. 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 He died doing what he loved. Yep. Gasping yeah. for air and oh, bleeding. Oh, God. God. It's like a regular Friday night at the DeFeos. Right. I I love gasping for air and bleeding. Yes. It's so apparently in this version of the story, mm-hmm. nobody else woke up. Nobody heard yes, all right? of these gunshots and woke up. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, exactly. You fucking hear gunshots. I know. He worked alone? I shoot Bullshit. guns. Yes. Yeah. Bullshit. He quickly surveyed the destruction that he had wrought before resuming his massacre of the innocent. That's Wait, what this and he also says. gave a nod of approval. He's like, yep. 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 <laughs> then, so they so they say he systematically went from room to room, offing all of his siblings. Right. By himself. By with himself. a magic gun that nobody heard. He went and from room nobody to room, woke off up. all of his siblings? Yes. Whoa. Ew. This escalated. So, yeah, it did. Next, he went to his little brother's rooms, which were John, who was nine, and Mark, who was 12. He entered their bedrooms and, Mm. uh, well, their bedroom, because they shared a bedroom, Mm -hmm. and he stood between their two beds, and he stood directly above them, fired one shot onto each of the boys as they slept, not onto, but into, you Mm -hmm. know, he shot his brothers, okay? That's what I'm trying to say. Right. And they all Which, just waited there on their bellies. Right. To get shot in the back. Yeah, yeah, they just waited. Mark laid motionless while John, whose spinal cord had been severed by his brother's shots to him, twitched spasmodically for a few minutes after the shooting. No. But still, nobody else fucking woke up. But nobody right. heard a sound. Nobody except else. for the dog. Right. We'll get to that. It's a whole shitload of bullshit. Yeah. So he then goes to his sister's rooms, which were Dawn, who was 18, and Allison, who was 13. Well, sister's room. I thought thought his sisters were Dawn and Dusk. No. No. But if they were, he would have gone from Dawn to Dusk. Yes. Right? (laughs) Uh I I can dad joke, too. from Dusk to Dawn, and then... Uh, 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 oh, did I said it backwards, Tarantino huh? Were there. Fuck, I said it backwards. I was trying to make That's a joke. Right. I can't even fucking deliver. Uh, God and damn then it. Gil- titties, titties, we'll make it again. Yes. Okay, Don was 18. Allison was 13. I'm not even going to try again because I'll fuck it up again. All right. <clears throat> uh, he went into the room. Allison apparently stirred and looked up just as he lowered the rifle to her face and pulled the trigger. And yes, oh. that says her face. Oh. His... Yeah, his youngest sister, which was her, died instantly, obviously. And oh, then he, the trigger. he went over to Dawn and blew off the left side of her face. 
Oh. Yes. Good. Now, just, yeah. this was around, what, 3 o'clock in the morning? The devil's <clears throat> so, hour. It's 3 a.m., yeah. I must be lonely. Yeah, you off your family. Right. <laughs> You've killed yeah. some mole. That song's about cancer. Yeah? Okay. Yes. I thought that song was about the DeFeos. Yes, that too. No, that's the whole uh, Nevermind album by right. Nirvana. No, I thought it was about... <laughs> 112 Ocean, Ocean Avenue. Avenue. Yes. Jesus. 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 So in a span of left and left... Oh my fucking less. God, I cannot talk today. In less a than? span of less than 15 minutes, oh. Ronnie had brutally killed each member of his family in cold wow. blood. The only person that hears this is not even a person. It's a dog. Hey, my yeah. dog's a people. Yes. My dog's are my children. Right. My, my dog thinks it's a people. The dog. Was balking its was, head off. Yes, balking his head. I Why didn't the dog right. get one in the back? What? Why yeah. didn't the dog get one in the back? Right? I guess he's in the back patio. I yeah, don't know. <laughs> no, he, he was tied dog. up. He First was you do the, the dog. House. Then you do the rest of the family. Oh, yeah. God. I've heard that before. It doesn't go well. No. Oh, that yeah. sounds like a terrible porn category. Oh, it yeah. It is. It is. Don't <laughs> Bestiality. Yes. Oh, my God. Ew. Yeah. So he decided at this point to clean himself up and come up with an alibi to throw the police off of his trail because obviously they're at some Well, point, I always clean myself up after I bust some shots. Right. Yes. I, yeah. Wait. Mm-hmm. Handy wipes. <laughs> Little wet wipes. Yep. So he calmly showered and trimmed his beard and dressed in his jeans and work boots. And then he took his bloody clothes and the rifle, wrapped them up in a pillowcase, and Uh took off in his car. He, well, he obviously put it in his car and drove off. He Put drove. down your bloody clothes and your bloody gun. Wait, is that how the song goes? <laughs> yeah. Yes. No. Wait. Put down your smoking. No, uh, your bloody <laughs> what? knife. What? Smoking gun. So put down your bloody knife. Put down your smoking gun. That is Yeah. Why is that gun smoking? It's that's bad for you. So where did he go? Where did DeFeo go? Because he he offed his family at three a.m. Yes, so now he dri- he drives he drives he from the suburbs to Brooklyn and disposes oh. of the pillowcase and its contents by throwing them into ask. a storm Let drain. With I'm gonna get rid of you there on the storm drain. Did he sleep till then? <coughs> no. No sleep till one twelve Ocean Avenue. <laughs> God damn you! God he drove back to Long Island. And right. went to work at the oh. Buick business. Oh shit! I gotta, I gotta work this shift. Yeah, and it was six a.m. Because who doesn't need to buy a fucking car at six a.m.? I don't right. know. It's six a.m. They might be lonely and they need a car. Yeah. Yes. Right. He didn't stay at work for long, though. He called. No. He called home several times, and when his father failed to show up, he acted as though. He was bored and had nothing to do, so he left around noon. Mm. He called his girlfriend, whose name was Sherry Klein, to let her know that he would be home early from work and that he wanted to stop by and see her. So on his way back to Amityville, he passed his friend Bobby Koleski, and Mm. they stopped. He doesn't sound like a New Yorker. Not at all. 
Bobby Koleski. He got to his girlfriend's house at about 1.30, and upon arriving, he casually mentioned that he had tried to call home several times, and although oh. the cars were all in the driveway, there was no response. So, fucking go in. If you know all the cars are there, go in, you dumb motherfucker. Yep, you little shit. God. God, I fucking shit-bag. hate you. Right. Okay. So, he calls home from Sherry's apartment... With the same mm-hmm. result, no answer. I'm so surprised. This right. is my surprise face. Wow. He apparently seemed puzzled but unconcerned and took her shopping during the afternoon. He was a busy fella. He wears he a billy. He was. He wears a billy, busy fella. I got blood on my hands and I'm going to go do some errands. Mm-hmm. Yes. They went to the mall in Massapeka <laughs> or something like that. Massapeka. Masturbata. Pika. <laughs> yes. And Sounds they like drove Alpaca. Alpaca. They drove to Bobby's house. Bobby. Bobby. Yo, Bobby, we gotta go to your house. <laughs> oh Robert Bobby. <laughs> Robbie Bobby. Bobby. Mm. Ronnie gave Bobby the same report that he'd given Sherry that his family appeared to be home, but that there was no answer when he called on the phone. And he said, quote, there's something going on over there. The cars are all in the driveway and I still can't get in the house. I called the house twice and nobody answered. He doesn't um, have a key? Walk in the door, you dumb bitch. Yep. God. You dirty bitch. Use yeah, your key. dirty bitch. Okay, well, then after that, he was like, you hey, dirty you rat. Guys- you killed my family? You, you killed, killed my, my brother. brother. You dirty you rat. rat. <laughs> you dirty rat. You killed my family. <laughs> <laughs> so he um, asked Bobby if it's he was going to go out later. And Bobby told him that he was going to take a nap and that he wanted to meet him out. And he would be there around. Oh, he'd be he at a bar to... called Henry's at around... Henry's the Bar! Henry's about Zabrowski? Henry's about... Yes. Yeah, Zabrowski's Bar. Yeah. Yes, because he was born then. So the, the, it, it is worth noting... It's worth noting that through, this, this bar is literally a block away. Oh, yeah. Literally. Yeah. From his house? Yeah. Literally. But he can't go in there and see if his family's okay. He's just going to keep fucking calling. Yep. Right. I'm a, I keep calling okay. my family, and it's like, why don't you just get up and shake off the bullet? Mm-hmm. I you get keep hurt, on you... calling, <laughs> but nobody's answer. Hello from the outside. <laughs> One Twelve Ocean have... Avenue. <laughs> I must have called a thousand times. Uh, we we should make a video of DeFeo <laughs> to tell to you that song. I'm sorry for, for shooting, shooting you in the you back. <laughs> But I won't do it anymore. But, <laughs> it, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> I, ran, I ran out. <laughs> yes. Why'd you stop shooting your family? <laughs> I ran out of family. Ran out of family. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out. He yeah. spent the remainder of the afternoon visiting friends, drinking, and doing heroin as one does. Uh, oh, yeah. Right? He finally like you arrived. You Like you do. He finally arrived at Henry's after six, and Bobby followed him in shortly after. Once oh. again, Ronnie mentioned the concern over his family's inability, or no, <laughs> he mentioned his family's concern. inability to be alive. <laughs> yes, he, I think someone shot my parents, and they have an inability to breathe now because they are not alive. They're not. Oh they're God. rip. 
I haven't, I haven't gone into the house all day. I haven't opened the door. I haven't looked in the windows. I keep calling, and by the lack of their answering, I think somebody shot them. <laughs> can I, can I tell <laughs> listening land what, what, what Bobby asked? What? This fucking genius. What do you ask? Yes. Are you sure they aren't asleep? Are you sure they aren't asleep? Yep. Are you oh serious? God. Wow! Are you sure they didn't have a catch-up fight? Get really sleepy and, and take a nap. Wake me up before you go. go, go. go. <laughs> Don't leave me dying here on, on the, the road. Flow. Oh. <laughs> a one twelve Ocean Avenue. Okay, I'm gonna bounce back though because he oh, was mentioning. Back. Wow, he was mentioning concern over. His inability to reach anyone at home, and he's like, I'm going to have to go home and break a window to get in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what he told Bobby. And Bobby is like, Well, you do what you've got to do. All right. Do what you got to do. <clears throat> all that's, right? that's the most. You know, you, you can go ahead and break that window. That's you know so my fucking dad helpful. Is a, is a glazer. He it is what it is. Window. You do right. what you got to do. Yeah. Do what you got to do. He's a fucking Yoda. He's like the Long Island Yoda. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You fucking genius. So he left the bar on his supposed journey of discovery, and he returned within a few minutes in a state of shock and disbelief. Shock and horror. And he says, Bob, you've got to help me. Someone shot my mother and father. Yeah, I jumped ahead in the story. You son of a bitch. The second time he went to the bar. Just a little bit. (laughs) Just a bit. It had been 15 hours since the murders had taken place. And oh, within God. moments of arriving, of arriving at the house, mm-hmm. Bobby, Kelsey, whatever I said his last name was. Kelsey Grammer. M- yes. Caprice Salad. Yes. Bobby <laughs> Caprice Salad, Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. Yes. That's the guy. He had Are entered the front asleep? door and raced upstairs to the master bedroom. There oh, lay the bodies of Ronald Sr. and his wife, Louise. Oh, wait. How did they get to the house? These um, ass clowns, they drove all the way around the block. Yeah, they, they, I would guess they walked there. No, they and got in a car. They got they in a car. Like, like, it was like a clown car. They got a, a few of the patrons in the bar, and they just, they just looked like it was like a clown car scene. And it was like a silent movie. You just see right. them gesturing, and it's like, and they're like running around, bumping into each other. Like, you sit over here. No, no, you sit over there. Okay. Oh, you sit on my lap. Okay, it's just, it's, you just got to drive around the block. I don't care if you're uncomfortable. So, and they pull them in front of the house, and then they all went in. Mm-hmm. No, and everybody has to bump into each other, though. Like, yes. crazy. Yeah. Like, nobody bumping knows their they're going in there. Bumping. Oh, God. Yeah. Nope. He returned outside to find Ronnie beside himself with grief. <gasps> and Joey Yeswit had found the telephone in the kitchen and was calling the police. Uh-oh. No. And I have, I have the transcript of the 911 call that was yes. on Murderpedia. Let's, let's hear it. Okay. The operator says, this is Suffolk. Suffolk. Operator. How do you say it? <laughs> Suffolk. It? It's S-U-F-F-O-L-K. Suffolk. I don't Suffolk. know. County police. May Suffolk. I help yeah. you? Yeah. You got it. And the man says, we have a shooting here. Uh, DeFeo. Operator says, sir, what is your name? Man says, Joey Yeswit. Operator <laughs> says, can you spell that? T-A-T. Survey says. <laughs> Man says, yeah, Y-E-S-W-I-T. Operator says, Y-E-S. Man says, 
Y-E-S-W-I-T. Operator says, W-I-T? Your phone <laughs> number? Man says, I don't even know if it's here. There's a, I don't have a phone number here. Operator says, okay, where are you calling from? Man says, it's in 112 Ocean <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> the DeFeo's house. Man says, it's in Amityville. Call up the Amityville police and it's right off uh, Ocean Avenue in Amityville. Ocean Avenue, <laughs> three-story Dutch colonial. So the half moon windows that look like eyes. Dutch colonial sounds yes. like a euphemism. <laughs> it's a Dutch oven. Operator says. Operator Aust- says. Austin. Man says Ocean Avenue. What the? And the operator says Ocean Avenue off of where? And the man says it's Your right mother. off. <laughs> it's Your right mother. off Merrick Road, Ocean Avenue. The operator says, Merrick Road, what's the problem, sir? The man says, There's been a shooting. There's been a murder. A murder. And the operator said, there's a shooting? Anybody hurt? (laughs) And the man says, ha! And the operator says, anybody hurt? And the man says, yes, uh, everybody They hurt him really bad. I (laughs) think they did. Oh, God. And so the operator says, what do you mean everybody's dead? (laughs) They're no longer living. (laughs) How else can I explain it? They expired. (laughs) (laughs) They're not breathing. And oh, the God. man, so the man says, "I don't know what happened." <coughs> Kid come running into the bar. He says, "Everybody in the family was killed, and we came down here." And the operator says, "Hold on a second, sir." And a police officer now takes over the call, and it makes it even more fucking painful. Jesus. And the police officer says, "Hello." Look at you, little shits. And the man says, "Hello," and the police officer says. What's your name? And the man says, My name God damn, I spelt my name like ten times. <laughs> the man says, My name is Joe Yeswit. And the police officer says, George Are you Edwards? Jewish? <laughs> George Edwards. No, he says George Edwards. And <laughs> John Edwards? He should have saw this shit coming. Oh, and the man says, Joe Yeswit. And the police officer says, How do you spell it? <laughs> And the I-T. man says, what? I just, how many times do I have to <laughs> do I have to tell you? Y-E-S-W-I-T. And the police officer says, where are you at? And the man says, I'm on. 112 Ocean Avenue. Avenue. Well, he didn't say 112. He just said Ocean Avenue, but close yeah. enough. And the police officer, the police officer says, what number? Well, he says, no, no. I don't have a number here. There's no number on the phone. And the police officer says, what number is on the f- on the house? And number says, on the house, you jackass. And he says, I don't even know that. And the police officer says, where Go are look. you at? Ocean <laughs> Avenue and what? And the man says, in Amityville. I can't talk. Amityville. Call the Amityville police and have someone come down here. They know the family. Everybody knows the DeFeos and Big Ronnie. Right. And the police officer says, Amityville? And the man says, yeah, Amityville. Are you still in Amityville? The police officer says, okay, now tell me what's wrong. (laughs) And the man says, I don't know. Guy came running into the bar. Guy came running into the bar and said, there's his mother and his father are shot. 
We ran down to his house and everybody, everybody in the house is shot. I don't know how long, you know, so, uh, and the police officer said, uh, what's the ad, what's the address of the house? <laughs> God damn it. This is turning into one big Abbott and Costello, Abbott and Costello. routine. <laughs> right? Who shot first? <laughs> what, what's up the parents' ass? Oh my God. <laughs> so the man says, uh, hold on. Let me go look up the number. And, mm. all right, hold on. 112 Ocean Avenue, Amityville. 112 Ocean, 112 Ocean Avenue, Amityville. <laughs> so the police officer says, is that in Amityville or North Amityville? And the man says, Amityville, right on the side, right on south of Merrick Road. Police officer says, is it right in the village limits? And the man says, it's in the village limits, yeah. Police officer says, eh. Okay, what's your phone number? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Typical New Yorkers. <laughs> eh, what's the phone number? <laughs> Listen, then, asshole, I already told you I don't know the phone number. The number on the house, you jackass. I don't know, fucking seven. It's goddamn seven, all right? The fucking phone number is seven. Just get your yeah. ass down here. Get down here. If, if seven ain't it, you just keep going until you find us. Right? My phone number is a series of digits that equal up to about nine digits in total. Yeah. We'll put Joey in the front yard, and we'll just have him wave his arms around and when he sees a cop. Yeah. What I'll do... Well, this is what I'll do, you fucking jackass. We'll put the I'm gonna, corpses I'm gonna start on a fire the lawn. In the middle of the goddamn road. You look for the fucking fire. I don't goddamn know what else to fucking tell you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Numbers on the house. There's been murders here. Yeah. Look for the house that has all the flies. Because yeah. of the dead bodies, you son of a bitch. Follow your nose. Right. Just follow, follow your, your nose. nose like Fruit Loops. <laughs> They're great. That's a different tiger. Oh, you got oh, a little shit. bit mixed up. Close. Oh, Wait. Close. Cuckoo so he for says, Cocoa Puffs. He says, oh I don't even have one. There's no number on the phone. And the police officer says, all right, where are you calling from? A public phone? And the man says, no, I'm calling from right in the house because I, or, yeah, because I don't see a number on the phone. I'm calling from the house of stiffs. Oh, my and God. And the police officer The call was coming from inside the house. So from inside the house. The police <laughs> officer says, you're at the house itself? And the man says, yeah. And the yeah, you genius. And the officer says, how many bodies are there? And the man says, I think, Let me go uh, count. I don't know. Uh, they said four. The police officer says, there's four. And the man says, yeah. And the police officer says, all right, you stay right there at the house, and I'll call the Amityville Village PD, and they'll come down. <clears throat> Let's hope they're a little smarter. Jesus Christ. That was like Christ. the most painful fucking 911 call. Ever. I would have rather take the bullet to the back. I'd honestly like to hear the audio. Yeah. If it was <laughs> right. <laughs> so the village of Amityville patrolman Kenneth Giguski entered the <laughs> Giguski entered. He's the from Wisconsin. He's not from yes. New York. No. <laughs> And immediately when Oh, look at that there. There's uh there's been a murder here, I've been told, eh? I'm off a shirt Kakushki. I'm I'm I am hot on the trails of the murderer. Oh yeah. I'll say the murderer's in this house. Osh kosh bagosh. That's all I got for Wisconsin. Oh Oh dear God. Oh Oh, dear God. What happened here, fellas? Seems like there's been a murder. Oh, don't you know? Oh don't you know? Oh Osh Kosh Bagosh. Oh my god. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my good goodness, fellas! There looks like there's something bad going on here. Oh Jesus! <laughs> So he first discovered the bodies of Ronald and Louise, as well as the uh, Ronnie's younger brothers, right. John and Mark DeFeo. He returned downstairs to phone the village headquarters from the kitchen. Ronnie was seated at the kitchen table, still crying. Mm-hmm. Why did I kill? I mean, I mean, I mean, why did they kill my family? Right. As he listened to Greguski's description, he alerted the officer to the fact that he also had two sisters. Greguski had. He said it in past tense. He didn't say I have. He said I right. had. Had. He put That's the phone down and hurried back upstairs. By had this time, another village police officer. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh God. God. Um. <clears throat> Another police, another village police officer had arrived. Officer Edwin Tyndall. Tyndall? I don't know. The I'm two not. of them found Don and Allison together. There was so much blood in the room that it would take a forensics team to figure out where the girls were shot and what kind of gun was used. Multiple Shortly guns. after 7 p.m., the house was filled with police personnel while neighbors and assorted onlookers gathered on the front lawn. Oh. The Suffolk County detective. Is that a euphemism? Yep. Gathering yes. on the front lawn. Yes. Making their way to the back door. Mm, much like the back door. Making my way back to. Right. Let's first. First, we're going <laughs> to gather on the downtown. front lawn. <laughs> Making their way, way back yard. Oh, my God. Oh. That, that's a soft back patio. Yes. <laughs> yes, it you, is. You need to work Let's on put that something in and test it. <laughs> oh. Tighten up. <laughs> the Suffolk County detective Gaspar Randazzo was the first to question Ronald DeFeo in the massacre's sole, oh, who was the massacre's sole survivor. They sat together in the DeFeo kitchen, and as Randazzo, Randazzo, I don't know. Yeah, it's Randazio. 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 All the extra shits are silent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he asked Ronnie who he thought could have done such a thing, and Ronnie replied with Luis Fellini. Fellini. Um, Adam, you can tell I'm sure you can tell us who Fellini Police is. shot my dad. A monster. Police shot my dad. Luis Fellini offed my family, but he didn't off Ronnie. No. Right. I'm sp- why am I speaking in third person if I'm Ronnie? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. he yeah, he claimed. He kept saying, Luis Fellini off my family. But then why didn't he off 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 Ronnie? Because Ronnie wasn't there. Rolf Ronnie? Yeah. Yes. Ronnie right, was out getting getting but blowjobs or giving Right. Him. After twelve hours of interrogation, Ronnie admitted to doing the murders himself. I did the murders. I did the murders. I, I, I did, did the it. murders. Not, not, not Fellini. It was okay, you got me. You caught me bloody-handed. <laughs> okay, so but Fellini was a mafia hitman, yeah. right? Um, yeah, he was a mobster. They they do say he had beef with the daddy. Who ordered the sausage? <laughs> Fellini. Their family supposedly had ties to the yeah. mafia. Right. Oh yeah, what I gather. Yes, right. They were neckties. They were silk neckties. <laughs> <laughs> After he submitted his signed statement, mm-hmm. the detectives continued to question him about his family. For and 12 hours. 
and mm-hmm. about his suggestion that Louis Fellini might be the killer. Wait, he even stated, after he admitted? This is no, like, no. no, he hasn't admitted to it yet. Oh, his original statement was that, that he, he blamed Fellini. Fellini. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said that Fellini had lived with them for a period of time, and during that time, he had helped Ronnie and his father carve out a hiding space in the ba- basement where Ronald Sr. kept a stash of cash. Oh. His argument with Fellini had stemmed from an incident where Fellini criticized some work that Ronnie had done at the auto dealership. <laughs> oh. All right. All right. Well... Ronnie oh. voluntarily confessed to being a casual user of heroin. <laughs> heroin Doing that heroin. As well as to the fact that he had set one of his father's boats on fire so that Ronald Sr. could collect an insurance claim rather than paying for the motor, which Ronnie had originally this damaged. This piece of shit motor just burned the fucking boat and collect the money. Yeah. And now we're going back to the devil's hour of going 3 a.m. back. In time to 3 a.m. The detectives had finished their questioning and Ronnie went to sleep on a cot in the back filing room. Oh. Much like the the back back patio. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's what they called it. Let me put those files in, baby. File this (laughs) one. Sausage warmer. (laughs) Ronnie gave every appearance of a cooperative witness. And so far, the detectives had no reason to hold Ronnie under suspicion. Mm-hmm. None, but none at all. Not that he was the only fucking one living. None right. at all. But wait, wait, wait. So they, 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 they off the whole f- the Fayo family, but why not Ronnie? Right. <laughs> we don't know. Maybe he was out. We know. Cops are like, well, Ronnie, you're a lucky son of a dead bitch. It's wait. so lucky that you weren't there that night. That could have been you. You could have been could've in been there. You, you could have died. Jesus. <laughs> you could have been not breathing. Could have been yep. murdered. A murder. Your friend could have asked if you were asleep. El muerte. Oh. Muerte. <laughs> <laughs> Circumstances were beginning to change, however, as investigators Maybe. continued to examine physical evidence both at the crime scene and in the laboratory. Laboratory. <laughs> Okay, a crucial discovery was made around 2.30 a.m. on November 15th when Detective John Sherville was making a last sweep through the DeFeo bedrooms. The rooms where the murders had taken place had been scoured thoroughly, while Ronnie's room had so far been given a once-over, but upon second look, Detective Sherville spotted a pair of rectangular cardboard boxes, both with the labels describing their contents. Marlin rifles, a twenty-two and a thirty-five. Oh, dun, dun, dun. oh shit! Oh shit! Sherville was unaware that a thirty-five caliber Marlin had been the murder weapon, but snagged the boxes anyway in the event that they may be evidence. And you bet y'all sweet ass they were ballistics. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Oh, there's but wait, ballistics. Shortly after arriving back at police headquarters with the new evidence, Sherville learned that ex- learned exactly what make of weapon had been used in the murders. Subsequent oh. questioning of Bobby Kelsky led to the discovery that Ronnie was a gun fanatic and that he had staged the robbery when he was to deposit the money and checks mm. for work. 
Oh, Jesus. Jesus. We're just tying all these threads together. Yes. <laughs> Look how it all goes together. It's a regular Batman, these Detective detectives Boy. are. Right. A regular Dick Tracy. Yes. A, re- a regular Prune Face. Oh. A regular Prune Tracy. Yes. A regular Dick Face. Oh, no. <laughs> Baby Face Dick Tracy. <laughs> the detectives on the case began to seriously consider the possibility that Ronnie had been playing them and that he may be their suspect. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that he at least knew much more about the killings than what he had told them so far. It was the mm. demon bitch. She gave me the... No, that's no, later. That's later. Yes. We'll talk about yes. that. Wait. We'll, take, we'll talk about that some Keep other your time. demons to yourself. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Get your damn hands off of her. Oh. Wow. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, yes. Whoa. At... 8.45 a.m., Detective George Harrison shook Ronnie's ass awake. And when he woke up, he's like, did you find Fellini yet? But Aww. Harrison wasn't there with that news. He was there to read Ronnie his rights. <gasps> oh uh, Miranda time. Yes, he has been Miranda. Oh. miranda Damn it. Why did you have to say what I was going to say? I was going to say it first. Oh, sorry. sorry. I didn't know you, you were going to say I was going to say Mirandized, but he said it faster Mirandarized. than I did. Yeah. Oh, Mirandized. I said Mirandized. Mirandized. <laughs> yeah, that's not a real you, thing. It, it is now. Yep. You've been motorized. Motorbunchy bunchies. He'd been trying to... Okay. DeFeo protested that he had been trying to be cooperative all along and that it wasn't necessary to read him his rights. He went mm-hmm. so far as to waive his right to counsel like a dumb shit, <laughs> all oh, to yes. prove that he was innocent. He was an innocent witness with nothing to hide. Mm. I don't need representations. I didn't do it. I'll represent I myself it. to prove my innocence. Yep. Right. Because I know so much about the law. That I don't need a lawyer. <laughs> uh, that's how I pronounce it. Lawyer. Lawyer. I pronounce um, it like a southern gentleman. I need a lawyer. You pronounced that wrong. It's pronounced 112 Ocean, Ocean Avenue. Avenue. <laughs> um, this is where his story started to change. This is where he started to tell like 20 versions of the story. Right. One of them being... It was a flock of flamingos. They came in and they started <laughs> dancing all over everybody. It was the mini DeFeo. And one DeFeo. of them got a hold of my rifle and started shooting up the place. It was the mini DeFeo murders interpretation. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Version okay. one. Version one. <laughs> no, the version two, because Fellini was version oh, one. Yes. Yeah. So on version two, he, okay, the officers were Gonzaloff. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds about right. Gonzalez? Are you ready? It's Z- Gondola. Oh, no, it's, no, it's Gozaloff. Sorry. G O Z A L O F F. And Napolitano. I don't know. They were exhausted. And so the two other. So was DeFeo. Right. Mm-hmm. It was Robert Dunn and Detective Dennis Rafferty who ended up taking over. And these names, I love them. Around. I fucking love these names. <laughs> I know, right? So Rafferty reread Ronnie his rights. 
He proceeded to question the suspect about his activities and whereabouts over the prior two days. I don't know. I just hate my mom's cooking, so I wasn't there. It's doing the heroin. Rafferty zeroed in on the time of the murders. Captain Dipshit, a.k.a. Ronnie, had <laughs> written his statement that he was, Ronald Dipshit. <laughs> he was up as early as 4 a.m. and that he heard his brother in the bathroom at that time. Impossible. He was dead at three. <laughs> right. So the uh, detective says, Ronnie, the whole family was found in the bed, lying in their bed clothes. It was a ghost. That indicates to me that it didn't happen at like one o'clock in the afternoon um, after you had already gone to work. Your putts <laughs> happened at 3 a.m. They're Your on futs. to you. They're on to you. He continued to press Ronnie until he was able to pry him away from his earlier version of when the crime took place, establishing that the crime actually took place between four, 2 and 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. 3 a.m. The devils. Okay. I mean, what is oh, between 2 episode. and 4 a.m.? Well, this is where his story began to crumble. Oh. Yes. Like a Dunn cookie. and Rafferty... Hammered at the discrepancies between Ronnie's stated version of the events and the physical evidence that the police already had. Oh. Ronnie was physically linked to the scene um, the scene once the time of the murders was established. By semen samples. At first, Ronnie tried to desperately make the best out of a deteriorating situation, <coughs> trying to lead the detectives to believe that while he had indeed been present in the home during the murders, he had only been in each bedroom after the murders had taken place. Obviously, the popos didn't believe him. I was, I was watching a movie. I was watching right. Castle Keep with Peter Falk. Yeah. yeah. So this is a quote of what uh, Rafferty said to him. Ronnie, it's incredible. It's almost unbelievable. We know we have a 35 caliber gun box from your room. Every one of the victims has been shot with a 35 caliber. And what a coinkadink. Right. And you've seen the whole thing. There has to be more to it. It's your gun that was used. Dun, dun, bum, bum, dun. Bum. It's not mine. It's a wait. That's the other episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was those meddling kids. I would have gotten away for, with it too if it wasn't for all that heroin I was yeah. doing. <laughs> yeah, it's like meddling kids. Mm-hmm. Meddling kids. He, he meddled them. Meddling kids, and then yeah. it turns over to the yeah. Scooby Gang, and they're all like, bling, 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 on their ding, 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 ding. death metal Scooby Gang. Yeah. And their mystery metal van. Ronnie continued to lie, even as his lies put him more in the middle of the murders. He told his interrogators that at 3.30 a.m., Louis Fellini Fellini woke him up and put a Hmm. revolver to his head. Another man was present in the room. You look here, you little shit. You're going to off your family, and we're going to pin these murders on you. Yes. But upon further questioning, he could not provide any kind of physical description for the police. No. According to Ronnie's new version of the events, Fellini had his companion. Oh, Fellini and his companion led Ronald DeFeo Jr. from room to room, murdering each of his family members. The police let Ronnie keep talking, and eventually, he implicated himself as he oh, described yeah. how he gathered and then discarded evidence from the crime scene. He ran himself in circles. Yeah, wait a minute, said Rafferty. Why did you pick up the cartridge 
if you had nothing to do with it. You didn't know it was your gun that was used. Survey says. Occam's razor says. Occam's razor says. Yes. Guilty. Yes. Great. No, the law says he's guilty. Oh. I think Uc- the jury says Uc- he's Uc- Razor says he's says bullshit to the uh-huh. story. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. yep. Uh huh. Okay. Yep, yep. No, no. Ronnie didn't respond to the question, so the investigators allowed him to keep on talking. They oh. had already mined a good deal of evidence <laughs> implicating Ronnie while pretending to believe that Fellini and his accomplice had taken him along their killing spree while sparing his life alone. Once they had been given a solid description of how the murders took place, Dunn went in for the kill. They must have made you a piece of it, he told Ronnie. They must have made you shoot at least one of them or some of them. (laughs) Ronnie fell for it, and the trap had begun to sprang. Bum, bum. Yeesh. Yeah. So here's a conversation between... Rafferty and Ronnie. R- Rafferty and Ron, R- Ronnie. R- Rafferty. <laughs> I think this is Rafferty's voice. Rafferty. 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 <laughs> it didn't happen that way, did it? Asked Rafferty. Give me a minute, Ronnie replied with his hands. <laughs> wait, oh. let me collect my thoughts wait, here. Wait, did you say he replied with his hands? So he did it oh, in sign language? No, I, 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 I don't know how to read. He oh. replied with his head in his hands. <laughs> okay. Hmm. <laughs> Ronnie, they were never there, were they? Fellini and the other guy were never there. No, Ronnie finally confessed. Confessed. It all started so fast. Once I started, I just couldn't stop. It Won't just you went pop? so it's like, fast. You can't stop. It's like Pringles. Yes. Right. Once, Once you, you pop. shoot one. Pop, it's pop, the pop, noise. Pop, it's the pop. noise I'm addicted to. I love the noise of the pop, shots. Pop. Once you pop your pop, you can't stop. Yep. <laughs> rap, rap, rapity rap oh. with rap, Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anywho, okay. what was he saying? What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? What did I'm he say? What did he say? I did it, okay? Why did oh. you turn Puerto Rican or some shit? Who? You, just now. No. <laughs> I was a crying Guido. Oh, a crying Guido. <laughs> okay, well, there at. Okay. Here's my two cents. In the book that I was reading, there was a theory that Don was involved in these murders. Yes, the eighteen-year-old sister. sister. Yeah, yeah, or, well, which makes sense. Sister, the, when they oh. when they go into that, that actually does make sense that he had somebody help him because come on. Well, there's right. two. There's two. Well, were both of the murder weapons the same? Like, or not both? No. I mean, was all the bur- the bullets the same? The murder the murder wounds. Ballistics, say. Yes, weren't yes. they? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I think they all are. Yeah. Yeah. Um They all belong to Ronnie. What they did, see, I know how they did it. I know how they did it. I know how they did it. Can I tell you how they did it? Ronnie and Dawn watched Castle Keep. Okay. They welded a bullet onto the end of a really, really strong stick and just stabbed everybody. (laughs) 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 That's how nobody ever heard the gunshots. There's no bullet Uh, fragments. It was like a bayonet, but they put a a, yeah, I I see where you're going with this. Dawn, look, this is what you do here, Dawn. You yank my penis so hard that it makes me flinch really fast, and I stabbed him with the bullet. Yep. Yep. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. So Dawn's bedroom was on the third floor while the rest were on the second floor. And she was the last one to get killed, right? And she was. Dun, dun, dun. Killed the accomplice. But, yeah. um, 
what had happened was she okay if i remember right she wanted to like move out with her boyfriend yes or something you're right and they didn't want her to. And so she was going to be in with Ronnie to kill them so that she could move out and live happily well, yeah, ever Yeah, because Ronnie's in the same boat. Because uh, Ronnie actually, I mean, he does sound like a piece of shit that just didn't want to leave home. He's in his 20s. But no, he actually wanted to get out on his own, but his dad made it impossible for him. Now, right. Look here, you little shit. You're going to stay here. I'm going to abuse you. Yeah. yeah. And so they wanted to get out, and she mm-hmm. was supposedly helped him. And she wasn't killed in her bedroom, from what I read. Yeah, the ballistics and or not ballistics, but the you know evidence shows that she was not shot in her bed. She was killed somewhere else, and then taken to her room. Moved, yeah, huh. yeah. And she was the only one that was moved. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like in my opinion, no, but. Yeah. That's all I found See, evidence. And this theory actually comes from from later on. Uh, Ronnie was actually saying, "How do you think? How do you suppose I did it myself?" And he started uh, uh, blaming his sister for being part of it. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There was which, like a lot of versions of the story. Yeah. Oh yeah, so many, and I don't even have a demon. Them. Yeah, I don't have them all in here. So if you have. Um, they're not even worth the time <laughs> right he, right it's just like all other murderers where it's yeah, just a fucking right. there's all different configurations and then it, it then it all just like dissolved into him trying to create like an insanity play right like yeah. that he's crazy yeah. but they didn't buy it no they're like no. you're you're a drug user and you have a borderline personality disorder and you you just murdered everybody mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. no on October 14th, 1975, the murder trial happened. <gasps> the murder it's trial. like you're reading my paper right now. <laughs> like damn near exactly what it says. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Is that well my paper says? Um, Survey says. Case, yes. His case came to trial on Tuesday, October 14th, 1975, almost one year after the murders took yeah, place. Like 13 months, right? Oh, yeah. the, no, wait. Yeah, something uh, like that. I can't count. Well, you can't count? Math? It's like 11 months because that was November yes, 11 months. Yeah. of 74. Remember, Yeesh. remember the deaths of November. Night math. <laughs> Night math. Night math is your enemy. You'll never ever be able to add two and one and make three. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. You just did. Well, oh, yeah, shit. That. I did it. <laughs> Insanity plea. The prosecution of DeFeo, the responsibility rested with Gerard Sullivan, assistant district attorney with Suffolk County, New York City. Oh, yes. Despite DeFeo's confession, and despite the fact that he had been able to lead investigators to the exact spot where he had disposed of the evidence, and despite the fact that Ronnie's thirty-five caliber... Mm-hmm. was positively ID'd as the murder weapon, right. Sullivan took no chances in his approach to prosecuting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Good for that guy. Good, <coughs> good for Sullivan. Good right? for Sullivan. During the period of, tre- of pre-trial interviews and jury selection, Sullivan had studied DeFeo, questioned him, and observed how he behaved and interacted with Oh, that others. should have been a treat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, according to WickedWeed.com, Sullivan knew that Ronald DeFeo was a pathological liar and oh, that yeah. he was evasive. 
Well, well, what story do you want me to give you now? Path illogical. This path is highly illogical. Hmm? <laughs> how, many, how many what has I done? Um, he retained a well-known area attorney, William Weber, for his defense. His pattern of behavior before the murders would afford Weber the opportunity to plead innocence by reason of insanity on his client's behalf. Insanity. But knew that DeFail was not crazy. Insanity, no. it seems. He was a violent... He knew that he was a violent, cold-blooded killer, and that he was determined to put him away for knew good. you was yeah. the violent type. The court psychiatrist said, you own lots of drugs and you got borderline personality disorder. Yeah, but the court psychiatrist was like, bullshit. Bullshit. Yes. Bullshit. Listen here, Sonny Jim. That's the bullshit. You know that. What did he get? He got 25 to life. Oh. You got 25 to life. 25. Everybody wait, in the wait, community. Wait, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. I got 25 what to life? 25 fucks. Oh. So Ronnie threatened to kill his family for years. Right. It was well right. known in the community. That's true. They, they knew That's about true. this. See, they knew he was a troubled, dark sociopath. They knew he was character. a chubby asshole. He's a chubby ass. He's five foot eight by five foot eight. It was like he had a donut. Yes. A like chocolate donut. No amount right of there. drugs. He's a chubby him. asshole. He should have bumped donuts. Maybe he would have lost some weight. Yeah. People were not surprised that he did it. <gasps> not at yes. all. Not like we, at all. And as stated much earlier, <laughs> the counsel, a counselor warned that he'd possibly kill his family. Yeah, right. Ma- we talked about we that. Did we it. had a conversation he about that. I talked it. to his father. I was like, hey, uh, Mr. DeFeo, this, this kid here, he's going to kill all of you. Yeah. Um, and he's, uh, he doesn't like your wife's cooking. Yeah. That nope, kind of not shit. at all. Try to get out on his own, <laughs> but his dad keep causing him to stay. Yeah. Same thing with potentially the sister. Like... And potentially like, the sister no, helped him kill Butch, him. if you leave, who the fuck am I going to beat up? Yeah, you're the oldest one. I got to make an examples out of you to everybody else. You can't leave. You're my, you're my favorite punching bag. If you let me beat you, I'll shower you with gifts. Oh. So Golden Ronnie showers. actually showed remorse oh. for killing his moms, even despite the cooking. How many moms did he have? One. Oh. is his moms. His moms. His moms. <laughs> he showed remorse for killing his, his siblings. But not for dear old dad. Dad was a fuck. Dad was a fuck. He was a motherfuck. He was a you know fucking what? motherfuck. You go, Ronnie. You go, Butch. Butch. You know what? I mean, the other murders, not so good. 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 You could have just stopped right there you after just shoot. your daddy. After plugging the old man. But once you pop, you can't stop. Right? <coughs> just like a, like a can of Pringles all over that family. So, he is guilty of murder, and he's been in jail, and is 25 years to life. 25 years to life. What if he doesn't is live? Is that right? Wait, how long has it been? They just wake him back up before he goes. goes. Right? Yeah. Uh, it was 1975, Jeebus. so it's been since then. Yes. Jeebus, 1975. Do the math. No, it's nighttime. He's been there since the Wish You Were Here album by Pink know, Floyd, right? all the way to the most recent album by Pink Floyd. 43 years? Night math. Good God. That's more than 25. And he's a raggedy twat now. Yeah, he yeah, is a you should look twat. him up. Everybody, everybody in listening land, go look up. Ronnie but his asshole DeFeo. is still chubby. <laughs> Just his asshole. Just his asshole. He's got to take all the prison chubbies, right? <laughs> oh my god. Um, One's asshole tends to be chubby when they're a cock holder, <coughs> a cock warmer, right? So, do you, do you think this ends the, the story about? It looks the, like uh, he's got a leather scrunchie in between his butt cheeks. Scrunchies. Oh my god. So, what the fuck? That gave me the worst visual <laughs> ever. So Nikki, do you think there's anything else that's <laughs> crucial to the uh the true crime side of the story? 
I don't think so. I think that covers a lot of the right. ba, ba, from da, da, what da. I found. Mm-hmm. Ronnie DeFeo. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know what this reminds He's me. He's got of? a scrunchy DeFeo. butt. One twelve Ocean Stop. Avenue. You know what this reminds me of? What? Something, Something in the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Two weeks after. That smells like Teen Spirit. It smells like Teen Spirit. Yes. Oh my God! That smells like yes. green. Spirit. Smells like come as you are. Wait, wait! I have a question. Okay, yeah. I have an answer. What? What's your question? Where do bad folks go when they die? They don't go to heaven. When angels, the angels fly. fly. <laughs> Sit in the <laughs> stove and go pan by. and fry. See him again at barbecue on 4th of July. Tell them for Wait, the July. Is that how it goes? No. no. Oh. Meat puppets. Yes. I, I love goes, the meat puppets. It goes like this. It goes, something. That was the meat puppets. Yes. Mm, 112. An illustrated book about birds. <laughs> that was another meat puppet song <laughs> that he covered yeah. with the meat puppets. With the meat puppets. With the meat puppets. You're a meat puppet. That was probably arguably the best MTV You're live. You're a meat unplugged. puppet. Yeah. Make yep. you a meat puppet. I've been a meat puppet before. Yeah. Yep. What? what? I like his cover of <laughs> In the Pines, In the Pines, Where the sun don't where ever sun shine. Where the sun don't ever shine. I'd shiver the whole night through. You guys are making shit up. My girl, my girl, something in the way. <laughs> <laughs> um so okay it's your panties so, i think that pretty much ends yeah. ends the the true crime side for the paranormal side join us for amityville part two at learning to curse um uh, for just a little sneak preview of what's in the store two weeks after found guilty 13 months after the murders george lutz and his wife kathy and three children Fuck their names. Yeah. Moved into the house in Fuck December. Of we don't give a shit about those kids. Those goddamn some bitches. And that's where we'll leave it. Yeah. It gets spooky leaving. on the next one. Spooky. Because love is kind of crazy yeah, with a spooky little girl like you. Motherfuckers are making me what? Lutz. Lutz kind of crazy with a spooky little house, house like, like this. Right. What, what were we saying? Us motherfuckers are doing what now? Making me be, making me record this at nighttime. We were supposed to do this during the day, and now I'm a chicken. Let, let's end it with the, the the proper outro. Don't end up in chalk. Uh, stay out of chalk lines. Don't be a motherfucking shoot your whole family. Yeah. <laughs> and stay out of chalk lines. Stay out of chalk lines. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Fuck your feelings. <laughs> Fuck all of your feelings. Join us for part two, or don't. Yeah. If you don't care about the paranormal part, don't. But do. Yeah. <laughs> but do. But do. Yes, for part two. But you don't have to if you don't want to. If we're annoying, don't just don't don't even yeah, bother. If you, if you don't want, Stop. if you don't want to, you don't have to. But but yeah. do it. But do yes. it anyway. But do Chuck, it. shut the fuck up. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear you. You're gonna join us for part two. All right, join Fine. us for part two. I mean, <laughs> if you want to, but <laughs> go ahead and do it. Shut I mean, up. I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but do it. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? Shut up, Chuck. Something in the way. Mm-hmm. Something in chocolate. Damn lines. it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Good night. Nikki has to have the last word. Bye. Bye. Wait. <laughs> Sorry. <Dumbass>. <laughs> <laughs> last word.
back. <laughs>